You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, where on here we will discuss anything and everything that happens in the world around us and how we can go about making things better for you, for me, and everybody that we share this world with. I may go on rants, I will go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Close to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. Hey everybody, welcome to the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. You're listening to the Klaus of the Heart podcast here on the PFC Entertainment Network, uh, or you may be watching this on YouTube. But uh, either way, we appreciate you taking time out of your day to give the show a watch or a listen, whatever is more applicable to your situation. Now, if you've been following the Uh, social media accounts for the network, either for this show specifically or the network overall, you know, uh, we are having, we're being forced, for the lack of a better term, to switch gears here in terms of how things are recorded, um, filmed, edited, and distributed for that matter. And we're trying to work out the bugs here. We're trying to get acclimated to this new system Uh, So if things are a little bit wonky in comparison to what you may be used to, um, it's going to be a trial and error thing, which is why things are the way that they are. But be that as it may, I try very hard to to go the route that I think is going to be in the best interest of you, the listener the viewer, the fan, the follower, whatever you want to categorize yourself as. Uh, But regardless of what tag that you put on yourself or whatever the situation is, you know, just know, and I hope you know, and you always remember, you know, number one, it's not lost on me that you take time out of your day when you could be dedicating that time to a number of different other realms of entertainment or distraction, as it were. Uh, So I take that very seriously, and I certainly appreciate the continued support. And with that, we try to find um, the different topics, the different uh, sources of conversation that are going to resonate with you. You know, you've heard me say for ever at this point, you know, there's, there's all kinds of aspects in life. There's good, there's bad, there's everywhere in between. There's black, there's white, there's shades of gray. You know, there's all depending on what your specific circumstance or experience or life lessons that you've had to endure, whatever that looks like. It is individualized and it has uh, had a pretty strong hold as to who and what you are. Especially if you're somebody that's in tune with your inner workings. A lot of people aren't. A lot of people aren't because they don't want to put the effort into because in their minds things have just become so overly complicated 
that um, they will allow that to dictate how they go about life, how they go about their day to day. I am somebody, and this network is a prime example of it, and this is kind of shifting over to the topic at hand here. I am somebody that is all about grabbing life by the throat and choking the shit out of it. I say that in that context as a metaphor, obviously. Uh, because you've heard me say on a number of different occasions, life does not want you to succeed. Life does not want you to embark on your journeys. It wants you to follow its script. You look at the people in your life and you think of a situation that they may be enduring, they may be dealing with, and you as an outsider are looking in here and, and you ask yourself, if not that person in question, what are you doing? And why are you doing it? When you know somewhere within the recesses of your soul that your particular and current course of action is not in your best interest. This is where, and this ties into what I talked about last week, is who are you living your life for? Are you living it for yourself? Or are you living it by, you know, for somebody else so that you get some degree of acceptance or something along these lines? I look at my life. I look at the things that I have done, things that I am trying to do, uh, projects I am, in some cases, hip deep in, uh, avenues that I have fully invested myself into, i.e. this network. I think of all the cool things that I've done in my life, and I look at my friends who are also striving to make their name, to make their mark in this vast and unpredictable thing that we call the world. I have a lot of cool friends who are doing a lot of cool things. And regardless of what that motivation is, regardless of what sparked that course of action, generally speaking, and more often than not, it starts with a simple two-word question. What if? See, I can look at that question and I... And I <laughs> that's where everything stems from. When I started the wrestling company back in 1994, it started with, what if we created our own organization? When I shifted my focus two decades plus later to podcasting, to motivational speaking, to content creation for YouTube and ONTV and things of, these, uh, things of this nature, it started with, what if? And look where it has brought me. Now, am I bringing in thousands upon thousands of downloads a week? Not yet. But I'm well on my way. I look at my career in professional wrestling and all of the experiences that I had through that realm, in that world. And I think of all the good that I had while in the wrestling business, and there was a lot of it. I wouldn't have spent damn near three, three decades in it if I wasn't having a good time. That's not to say there wasn't challenges along the way, but anything that's worth anything is going to present those challenges. It's an effort to challenge you. Test your resolve, test your dedication, 
test your work ethic, test your integrity. Um, all of that stemmed from what if. Now, where am I going with this? Well, quite simply, I was met with a situation not all that long ago, very recently, as a matter of fact, where I took in an event that the meaning behind it superseded what all was going on in a public realm. Because I had um, kind of a peek behind the curtain as to what all was going in behind the scenes to this particular occasion. And a lot of what I had seen and heard was shit that I resonated with because a lot of the things that was expressed or discussed were very much conversations that I have had throughout the course of my life as a promoter or a head chair or whatever title you want to throw on, you know, the head of the table type of thing. I got to see that through somebody else's eyes, but I was also very, uh, dialed in to what all was being said and done. And I was really dialed into the body language and the overall presentation, the mindset of what went into creating what I took away as one of the most remarkable things that I had seen in quite some time. I have a very good friend of mine who is, uh, well, she's the epitome of what if. She is also the epitome of taking a damning negative and turning it into an incredible positive. I have a friend named uh, Delyn. And Delyn is a, um, well, she was, <coughs> pardon me. She was uh, best friends with my brother, and that's how I met her initially. Now, over the course of several years at this point, she and I have developed our own uh, friendship, our own uh, bond built on respect and admiration and things of this nature, and especially in the aftermath of losing my brother, like that, uh, that hit her pretty hard and, uh, you know, hit everybody hard. Anybody that knew him, uh, anybody that had respect for him or anything like that, like it, uh, it, it got her, you know, it got all of us. And then you fast forward to, uh, the summer of 2022, I can remember specifically where I was at. I had just uh, I had just gotten done putting dishes away at the uh, condo that I was living in in Davison. Had just put my youngest stepson to bed. He wasn't my stepson at the time, but. Um, I just put him to bed and I was kind of winding shit down that night and my sister-in-law sent me a text message and uh, relayed some incredibly heartbreaking and unfortunate news that that Delyn had just lost her boyfriend, the love of her life, uh, in a very... uh, very dramatic fashion. Uh, They were at a gig. They had started a DJ company or a live event uh, entertainment company, I guess I should say, because it goes beyond just DJ, right? And uh, 
they were at a gig and, uh, you know, unfortunately her partner was taken from her within a blink of an eye. Like he's here one minute, the next minute he's not. And, uh, I remember that night very vividly. I was on the phone with Melissa she was kind of explaining to me what was happening and uh you know knowing the dynamic that Delyn had with Derek was his name you know my heart absolutely broke for her you know I didn't actually have a conversation with her like a verbal conversation with her for quite a while after that because losing somebody on that level and in the manner in which it occurred, I knew she needed time. And, uh, you know, something like that will alter a, a person. You know, it will change your approach with everything. It will change your dynamic. It will change your point of view. It will change your mood. It will change everything. And a lot of people don't escape that. They don't know how or they don't feel like they have it in them to muster the internal strength that it takes to pick yourself up out of a situation like that. Especially when something like that unfolds right before your eyes. I, uh, I'm always somebody that tries to look for the silver lining. And in situations like that, in that moment, there is no silver lining to be found on the surface. This is one of those moments where something like that, even though we don't realize it at the time, plants the seeds for something pretty extraordinary on the other side of that. And again, we just don't know what that is at the time. Sometimes it takes... Uh, weeks, months, years in some cases before we can go back to that particular day and pinpoint what seed was planted in that moment with all of the chaos and the heartbreak and the despair that goes into a life event like that. While everything else um, is happening around you, like it's very easy to slip into a fog phase. Like everything feels like it's in a dream sequence and your vision is blurred around the edges. Like you're living in a dream sequence. None of this shit seems real. Why is this a thing? Why is this happening? <laughs> I get it. I get it. And uh, what we don't see in that moment is that on the outskirts of all that fogginess, there are seeds being planted for something that's going to pop up later on down the road. For Delenn, even though she didn't realize it at the time, and even though plans had already been put in place with the creation of their company, 529 Productions, by the way. You should check them out on Facebook if you are in the market for um, a live event, DJ or entertainer or something along these lines. But they don't use hashtag life of the party for no reason. A little sidebar there. But seeds were planted that was going to put her on a path that uh, 
she would probably would not have known about had it not transpired like this. Now, I have no doubt that whatever success that she has enjoyed to this point and what's awaiting for her in the coming weeks, months, and years, that she would trade all that in in a heartbeat to have Derek back. I have no doubt. But reality is that's not possible. Reality is uh, we can be as pissed off and heartbroken and scream as loud as we can for the for the heavens to hear us, but it ain't going to change what's really happening. I know that because I've done this. I've screamed until I've had no voice. I want to know why. I want to know why things have happened the way that they did. But then I look in, in my particular situation, I look at what I'm doing here and now. I'm looking at the banner under which all this is unfolding. My brother inspired that. And even though on the day that we lost him, and with all the emotions that went into play on that day, things that I deal with every single day, I didn't realize at the time, I mean, I do now, um, I, uh, seeds were being planted that his inspiration has led me to this point. And like, I didn't come this far just to come this far. But I know fueling that is my brother. I use that as an example for Delin because like that woman is busy. Aside from her shoot job, aside from being a mom, she is consistently booked weddings and reunions and all kinds of different things. Um, she didn't realize it at the time, but the loss of Derek was actually a stepping stone not a stepping stone. That's the wrong word. It was uh, step one for a new path that sh that she's now on. Now I mentioned a little bit ago that it uh, when we experience things like that, when we experience loss like that. It can and will alter us. It can and will change us. And a lot of people don't escape from that. They don't know how. It's too overwhelming. It's um, too heavy. But it's not. I, I've said this before, and I have legitimately pissed people off. You don't know what I'm feeling. You don't know what I'm going through. You're absolutely right. I don't know what you feel. I don't know what you're going through individually. But on the surface, I have a general understanding. Of what you're going through. Of what you're feeling. I get it. I understand. I'm empathetic about it. Because I've been there. And it would have been real easy for me to just stay right underneath that blanket of despair. Of heartbreak. Of anger. Unfiltered anger 
anger that uh, I didn't know resonated on levels like that. And I could have just stayed right, right there, man. And just lived the rest of my days pissed and heartbroken. Now me, that's not how I want to live my life, man. Delyn, that's not how she wants to live her life. So what did she do? She did what I have implored so many other people in a similar situation. She did something that I have been talking about for years at this point. Use that energy, albeit less than favorable, negative, heartbreaking. Use that energy, rechannel it, and direct it to a more positive and productive manner. Oftentimes, I have said, why don't you use that energy and figure out a way to honor your lost one, to remember your lost one, to pay tribute to your lost one. Do you think it's by accident that this network is called the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network? No. That didn't happen by accident. That's my way of honoring my brother. Of making sure his legacy lives on. In something that I am wholeheartedly invested in. Delyn has chosen to go the same path. Although her realm is different than mine, the premise is the same. In talking with her, she revealed that she was going to embark on yet another new challenge in her life. She was going to create a nonprofit organization with the mission of providing support to those people who are experiencing and overcoming tremendous and personal loss through comedy, through smiles, through laughter. Delyn, along with uh, two other women, formed what is now called the D Smiles Foundation. D for Derek and uh, smiles because he was a guy that uh, by and large would go out of his way to try to make people laugh regardless of what they were going through. And when she laid out that, that scenario on the surface, and I mean, at square one, I, uh, I could see what was happening. And even though I didn't know what success was going to look like for her, what I did know is she found a way to tap into that energy that she was feeling and has been carrying around with her for a long time. She found a way to rechannel that for good. I'm a big supporter of people going after their dreams. I'm a big supporter of people trying to um, capitalize on their, their desires, on their talents, on their passions. And if you can incorporate those into your real life, those are the happiest people that you know. I got a lot of friends like that. 
I have a lot of cool friends that are doing a lot of cool things. Like Jordan Scavone is a multi-book published author. I got all the time in the world for, for that guy. Andrea Bridges. You've heard her ads on our shows. Uh, she's the owner of uh, First and Spring Creations or First and Spring Designs out of Hadley. Um, I'm a real big pr proponent of what she's doing. And like I jump at every opportunity to make sure people are aware of what she's doing because she's doing some cool shit in terms of uh, refurbishing old furniture and things of this nature. Um, you know, and that's, that's not counting the alumni from the MWO who are still embarking on their dreams of becoming a superstar in professional wrestling. And I maintain uh, vigilance with them, making sure that they're doing good. But this thing that Delin was doing, it checked a lot of different boxes in terms of examples that I look for in real life of things that I talk about on the show here. And she is the poster child for this at this point. She and I, uh, you know, we talk quite frequently. And she was leading up to this big kickoff event for the D Smiles Foundation. And uh, I really wanted more than anything for this to be a success. And, you know, in the days and the weeks leading up to the event, you know, I kept asking her what things were looking like, how things were going, what ticket sales were looking like. And pre-sale were, I, don't know, I think she said like 13 or 14, like on the day before the event. And I could see even though I think she did her best to try to no-sell it, I could see where it was uh, It was affecting her. You know, like There was a sense of disappointment that was trying to set in, but she, she did her best, bless her heart, to keep that shit on lockdown and focus on what needed to be done for the next day's event, and man, did she ever. I made a concentrated effort earlier on that I was going to be at this thing come hell or high water because I knew what this meant to her. I knew how important it was. I knew what the premise of the entire foundation was and I wanted to support that. And I wanted to be a part of something that she put so much of herself into as a sign of support because look, I get, I understand how important that is I, regardless of what you are embarking on having somebody in your corner is one of the one of the most important things you will ever have at your disposal it motivates you so i went uh up to frankenmuth in a very familiar venue it was actually the same venue that i had my first motivational sting show on that being Fisher Hall. And uh, I went in there to support my friend. And uh, more importantly, to support the foundation that she had put so much of herself into founding. Not just her. I mean, she's very much... Uh, kind of spearheaded the whole thing, but I also realized that there was a tremendous amount of help from the other two ladies that uh, helped her found the foundation. And, you know, plus, you know, her parents and her daughter and other friends, you know, people that rally around her and have for a long time. I was simply blown away 
by what I had seen. Like when I walked in there to buy my ticket at the door, like there were a few people in there, but I I wasn't expecting anything more than 20, 25 people to be perfectly, perfectly honest with you. What I saw was something pretty miraculous. I could hear it before I saw it because I was there by myself. I didn't go with anybody. I didn't take anybody with me. And I sat at a table where I was surrounded by strangers, one of which thought he should have been the headliner. You know, he thought he was the funniest thing since I don't even know what. Obnoxious is the word I would use to to describe it, but, you know, different strokes for different folks, I suppose. But I could hear the buzz. And how it was increasing with every minute. Like, wow, it's getting louder in here. It's getting louder in here. To the point to where I looked up and around. And they were having problems finding spaces to put more tables and chairs. Because more and more people kept showing up. By the time the headliner had stepped on stage... The atmosphere in Fisher Hall changed. The ambiance changed. I was watching her bounce back and forth from this group of people to the back room, back out into the hall, moving chairs, moving tables, making sure everything was running as smoothly as possible. And I was in awe because with all of the shit moving at the same time, she maintained composure. She maintained professionalism and she did what she had to do. She did the damn thing. And I don't, Tell people I'm proud of them unless I legitimately mean it. But when it came down to it, and I was actually able to talk to her for a moment or two on that night, I made damn good and sure to let her know how proud I was of her. And I'm not the only one. There was a lot of people in that hall that were proud of her. Her parents were proud of her. Her daughter, proud of her. But somewhere above the lights, somewhere above that venue, somebody else was proud of her. More so than anybody else could even imagine. And that was Derek. I didn't have the privilege of meeting him. I knew of him. But I never had the uh, opportunity to shake the man's hand. Or to have a conversation with him. But I know enough about him to know that he was very much. His presence was very much on full display that night. And everybody knew it. And I looked at what Delyn had pulled together. And her two co-founders. And all the other volunteers. I looked around and I saw what, how it all came together. And I sat back in my chair. <coughs> And I remember thinking, all of this started with what if. Life's going to present us with all kinds of different scenarios, 
opportunities. Sometimes they're blaring, right? Like a big flashy neon sign. Designated to garner our attention. Other ones are more subtle. You got to look for it. See that sliver of opportunity. That's, that's the time you don't gently knock on that door and ask for permission to go in. You kick the motherfucker off the hinges and you walk into it like you own it. That's what Delin did. She saw an opportunity and took it by the throat and made it her bitch. That's what she did. If she can overcome losing the love of her life and rechannel all of those emotions into a concentrated target, much like this event was. Not even the, the event, just the formation of this foundation in Derek's memory. Based on his influence. If she can do that, and I can take all of the emotions that came with losing one of the most important people in my life, and I can rechannel that energy into one designated target. You can too. Now I'm not going to sit here and pretend to tell you it's going to be easy. Because it won't be. If it is easy, you're doing something wrong. If you don't have to work for it, it ain't going to last. Because you're not establishing a strong foundation on which to build everything on top. Delin did. She took that energy that initially was forged by heartbreak. And she was able to turn that into a solid foundation that's going to do a lot of good for a lot of people. And I am so proud of her for that. The sky is the absolute limit for people with that kind of mindset. There may be glass ceilings in place but that kind of mentality that kind of mindset that kind of drive and determination shatters glass ceilings pulverizes it that's life that's owning your life and not letting the universe dictate to you what you're going to do. Or how you're going to feel. And Delin is a, uh, an example that I will incorporate moving forward. Because it's real life in real time. And it can happen if you have the right mindset. So you look at your life right now. You look at aspects of your life right now. And if things aren't firing on all cylinders. And you want to embark on some significant change. Some significant goal. Some dream. The greatest dreams realized, the greatest achievements accomplished, the greatest heights ever climbed started with what if.
if uh, if you're willing to have open eyes, open ears, and you're able to rechannel that energy, your what if could be your greatest accomplishment. At any given time, everybody is going through something in their lives, and they need perhaps another perspective on how to tackle it. Maybe they need to be motivated. Maybe they need to be inspired. Everybody, I'm Jason Klaus, and we are inviting you to join us once a month as my friend Waddell Edwards and I take to the airwaves of Orion Neighborhood Television for the Klaus and Q Show. Each month, we will tackle a topic that will inspire you, that will try to put things in a different perspective, and to let you know that no matter what you're dealing with, it's going to be okay. It's the Klaus and Q Show, every month over on ONTV. You can find it exclusively on Facebook.com forward slash Orient ONTV. The Klaus and Q Show, as part of the PFC Entertainment Network. So as we go ahead and uh, start to put a bow on this week's episode, I want to, uh, real quick programming note, this Friday night is actually the uh, next installment of the Klaus and Q show live on ONTV. And I think uh, Waddell and I are going to expand more on this what if topic. Um, Because I can sit here for hours on end and spotlight the different people that I know or have known that are doing amazing things, you know, and and it doesn't necessarily have to be on a public forum, you know, some of the greatest success stories nobody really knows about because they're very personal, you know. People are overcoming tremendous obstacles in a variety of different forms, ultimately to become the best version of themselves. Like we, I mean, that's a lot of what inspired the premise of this show. And uh, so we're going to expand more on that, I feel like, this Friday night beginning at 6 p.m. live over on ONTV's Facebook page. Just look for uh, facebook.com forward slash Orion ONTV. You know, I made mention, you know, in passing uh, in the previous segment, you know, these uh, few of my buddies, few of my friends, who are doing amazing things and their journey to realizing their dreams. I would imagine the common theme here is, uh, you know, it started with what if. You know, I mentioned Jordan Scavone earlier. Um, He has published several books at this point. And he has been on the ON TV show. He's been on the podcast. The guy is a million dollar dude. Um, Todd Gilbert, you know, anybody who has spent any amount of time following, especially my, my first few live shows, Todd was gracious enough to provide his talents, his musical talents, to be my opening act for the first couple stage shows that I did. You know, and he's got uh, several albums out, and, uh, you know, he is another guy that has just got bucket loads of talent, and just, uh, you know, he is exploring any and all options. You know, if it's not music, he's, you know, trying his hand at acting. If he's not doing that, he's uh, invested in his art projects and doing Comic-Cons and things of this nature. And, you know, I absolutely love the drive that these guys have. Um, Rick Crow, 
you know, is an aspiring actor, and this guy has, you know, gone to audition after audition looking for his big break, and he's looking for his, you know, his breakout moment in a realm of entertainment that he has a tremendous amount of interest and passion in. And um, I'm actually looking to get him on, on the show here pretty quick because he is a part of a, a new play that's coming out here in the next few weeks. And we're going to try to get him on the air here and kind of, kind of talk about the process that that went into that. So um, <clears throat> we got a full week this week here on the network. Uh, you're listening to this on Tuesday, uh, tomorrow, <laughs> uh, we, I just got done recording, uh, power tripping through the eighties with Sean Grugel, uh, right before I recorded this segment here. And, uh, we came into the studio expecting to talk about burger wars and it, for somehow or another, a complete and total pivot and we in the majority of the episode is talk about easter so it winds up being a pretty fun conversation you can hear that t- tomorrow wednesday uh, beginning at midnight thursday you're going to get uh, the hot tag again uh with uh, sean and myself friday we are going to have the latest episode of the potato pals perspective with the incomparable Pope Brandon Brownson. It is Amy Week this week, so you're going to get the real podcast on Saturday. Uh, we're going to see what happens here with uh, Sunday. Um, tentatively, you will hear the new episode of Shh, We Don't Talk About That with uh, Joanna and Natalie. Um, we're going to see if we're going to be able to record that episode. Uh, I don't want to go too far into the weeds, but uh, Joanna is recovering from a procedure, and uh, it's going to be a game-time decision if she's going to be ready to record. But if not, you will get the pilot for um, Pro Wrestling Rewind, the new uh the new podcast here on this network and then monday you'll get say what with kristen watt i cannot i can see that's why i i don't emphasize the title of her show like everybody else does i cannot i sound ridiculous and that will never fucking happen again i guarantee you that um with that i appreciate you tuning in this week uh, uh out this week be awesome to yourselves and to each other and tune in uh friday night 6 p.m live facebook.com forward slash orion on tv for the latest episode of the klaus and q show and until then we'll see you next week right here on the klaus to the heart podcast the flagship show of the pfc entertainment network